1: God, we come thank you, God, for this another day that you have allowed us to see that we've never seen before, God. God, we come after you, God, to forgive us for our sins, transgression, and iniquity, God. And God, we thank you, God, for your works and will be done in our lives, that your name will be glorified, God. Do what only you can do, God, in the lives of your people, God. God, we thank you for your healing, God. We thank you, God, for the shed blood of Jesus. We thank you for the Holy Ghost. God, we thank you, God, for you being, God, all by yourself, Lord God. And, God, you said in your word, God, that we can do all things through you, God. We can do all things through Christ that strengthen us, God. And we thank you, God, for trusting you, God, and believing, God, that with you and through you all things are possible, Lord God. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you, God, for strength. God, upon our bodies, mind, spirit, and souls, we, God, thank you for peace that surpasses all understanding, God. We thank you, God, for you being God. For Whatever, God, that you see to do, God, in our lives, God, that your name be glorified. God, have your way. Have your way, Holy Spirit, in our lives each and every day, God, that lives may be saved, set free, and delivered, Lord God. Have your way, Lord God. Do whatever, God. Whatever, God, you see fit, God, because we don't know what to do, God. We don't know how to pray, God. We don't know how to speak, God, unless you lead, and God is God. We thank you for your Holy Spirit, God. We thank you for the angels of the Lord that's camped around about us, God, each and every day, God. Protect us, God, and our households, God. Keep us, God, from hurt, harm, danger, accidents, sickness, and disease, God. Whatever's going on, then is in this land, God. You have kept us thus far, and you will continue to keep us, God, each and every day of our lives, God. God not just for us, God, in our households, God, for those people that don't know, even know you're in the partner of their sins, Lord God. Heal them, God. Save them, set them free, and deliver them, God, from the bondage of hell that holds them captive, God. In the name of Jesus, God. Have your way, Lord God. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Have your way, Lord God. As you said in your word, God, that if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray, God, and God calls us to humble ourselves, God, to pray, to seek your face and turn from our wicked ways, God, that you will heal the land, God. We thank you for doing it, God. Thank you for giving us a hunger and desire, God, to seek your faith and fasting and prayer, God, and reading and study your word, Lord God, as you have taught us, God, throughout these years, God. And we thank you, Holy Spirit. Only you, God, only you, God, can do, God, whatever it is need to be done in the lives of your people, God. And Father God, we thank you, Lord God. We bless you, we honor you, we glorify and appreciate you, God. We know we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us, God. Only through you, God, we can do it, God. And we thank you, Heavenly Father. Now, Father God, that we will shed the hay, we'll continue to trust you, God, and all things, God, because I don't know, we don't know, God, whatever it is you had, God, for us, God. But your purpose will be done, God. Continue to open doors that need to be opened, God, and close doors that need to be closed, God, each and every day of our lives. Continue to lead and guide your people, Lord God. Thank you, God, for those that are in authority over your people, God, whether it be the president, those that are in authority from the White House, wherever they may be in this land or this nation, God, that you prick their hearts, God, that you, God, do over a hot tide, whatever need to be done in their lives, God to give him a change of heart, God, to do right, God, in any decision that needs to be made in this government, Lord God. Have your way, Holy Spirit. And, God, we thank you, and we honor you, magnify and glorify you, God. We say yes to your will, Lord God. Whatever it is, God, teach us to say yes, God, with a beaded heart, God. Cause us always to want to obey you, God, even when we don't feel like it, God. Even when we know we're not even fit, God, but you have chose us, God, to do your will, God. And we thank you for God. We'll continue to lead and guide us, God, each and every day, Lord God. Oh, Father, we bless your name, God. We glorify and appreciate you, God. Hallelujah, glory, 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 glory to your name, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. I don't know what else to say, God, but I say thank you. I say thank you, God. I say thank you, God. But had not been for you on our side, God, where would we be today, God? Some of us would be in prison, Lord God. Some of us would be on death row, God. Some of us would be held bondage against our own will, God, not knowing which way to go, which way to turn, Lord God. Because you seem fit to chose us, God. You seem fit to cleanse us and use us for your glory, God. Only you can do it, God. Without you, we can do nothing, God. Without you, we're nothing, and we can do nothing without you, Lord God. We forever praise you. We forever magnify you. We forever glorify your name, Lord God. Have your way, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Continue to, God, to speak, God. Continue to speak it to our apostle, God. Continue to use him for your glory, Lord God. Continue to make a way out of no way, God. Keep his household, God. Continue to move, God, like never before, God. The lives will be tangible, hot, tear. Continue to be saved, set free, and deliver, Lord God by your spirit lord god do it god continue to do it for your glory lord god ah we forever give your name the praise the honor and the glory in the name of jesus we need you lord we need you lord god we need you like never before God, in this last and evil day god cause us to hearken it to your voice god Calls us, God, to hearken to your voice, Holy Spirit. Make a way out of no way, God. However you see fit, God. Calls us, God, to speak when you say speak. Calls us to hush when you say hush, Lord God. Calls us to move when you say to move, God. Calls us to do whatever you see fit to God. You do it, God in the name of jesus god now i bless your name i magnify your name i glorify and i appreciate your god for you are worthy you are long you are worthy lord god hallelujah glory 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 to your name lord god forgive your name forever give your name praise Honor and glory, Lord God, cause in cause in Your will, God, there's peace. In Your will, God, there's joy. In Your will, God, there's It's all that we need, God. In You, God, is all that we need. You and You alone, God. We thank You. We honor Thee. We magnify and glorify you in the precious name of Jesus. God, we know, God, that we need to do, God, these things each and every day of our life, God, that cause your name to be glorified, God, causes, God, to be a light to a dying world, God. Calls us to deny ourselves and pick up our cross and follow thee, Lord God. Help us, God. Help us, God. Help us, Lord God, even when we don't when we don't know, God, what to do. Help us, God. Continue to lead and guide us, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, God. Causes, God, each and every day to be remembered, God, to put on the whole armor, of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. God, we got to remember that we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, God. We're not wrestling against flesh and blood, God, that we're wrestling mm-hmm. against spirits, God, that demonic forces, God, to come against our lives, God. Oh, God, teach us, God, how to war, God, mm-hmm. in the spirit, God. Teach us, Lord, God, how to hear from you, Lord God, and to obey you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We bless your name, God, glorify you, appreciate you, God, because without you we're nothing and we can do nothing, Lord God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, glory, 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 hallelujah, God. We thank you, God, that in your word it said that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty, that I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him will I trust. God, we continue to trust your God. We're going to continue to trust you, God each and every day, God. As we arise, God, we're going to trust you, God. As we lie down, God, every night, God, we continue to trust you, Lord God. And we bless your name. We magnify you, God. We glorify you. We appreciate you. For you alone are worthy. You're worthy to be praised. Amen. Thank you, God.
0: God bless you. Say to God. Hey, beloved, this is your Apostle Keith Brooks. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless every one of you. On the sound of my voice, I'm going to pick it up where she left off. I'm going back to the throne because at the throne I find peace, joy, and direction. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, again, we thank you, Lord, for being our God. We thank you for honoring us, O oh Lord, as your children. We thank you, Lord, for using us for your glory for your kingdom. Kingdom's sake. Now, Father, we ask that you forgive for all sin and transgression and iniquity, O God. Cover us in your blood and hide us behind your cross, O God. Cover me, Lord. Saturate me in your blood. Fill my mouth with your blood, O God. Thou speak life, health, and strength and power to thy people's life, O God. Now, God, I thank you for covering our ears that we may hear, but sanctify our hearts, God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Bind up every demon. Throughout the airway, God, that he have no say. Gag him time, send him back to the very pits of hell, that your word will go forth with power, strength, and deliverance. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. we do pray and we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And all of the hearts of God's people shouted, Amen and Amen. God bless you tonight. There's a word from the Lord. I decided to skip over Hosea and Joel and Amos and Obadiah, and I landed up in Joel, in and Jonah. So let's go to Jonah. In the book of Jonah, I'm going to talk to you tonight, and I want you to get what God has for you. And hey, beloved, I'm praying that every one of you all continue to press your way to the kingdom of God. Do not get laxer. Do not become laxer, lazy. Don't get lazy in this time of your quarantine. Try to use it all your time as available as God has given it to you. Make it count for yourself, beloved. This is a time that God wants you to rest, a time to seek His face, pray, study. Hey, dig in the Word of God because you'll find some answers uh, to your life. Hey, from the book of Jonah. Beginning at chapter one and verse one, we're going to talk to you uh, about some things, and I'll share it with you as we read and go along. Here's what the Word of God said: Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the son of Amittai, saying, "Come, arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it. What am I going to cry? For their wickedness is come up before me. But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish." from the presence of the Lord. And he went down to Joppa, and he found a ship going to Tosha. Now, Tosha is Spain, so guess what he's getting ready to do is invite pain. If you drop the S off of Spain, you're going to find pain. He's getting ready to find some pain. So he paid the fire thereof and went down into it to go with them unto Tosha from the presence of the Lord. But the Lord sent out a great wind to the sea, there was a mighty tempest in the sea so that the ship was like broken. Then the sailors was afraid and cried every man unto his god and cast forth the wares that were in the ship into the sea to lighten it of them. But Jonah was going down into the side of the ship, and he paid and he laid and was fast asleep. I want to talk to you tonight from the fold. You have reached your breaking point when you have reached your breaking point. Half of America right now is suffering from mental illness. to be personal or professional. According to the Association of America, Psychological Association, they're saying that half of America is falling apart because many are reaching a breaking point. When we reach a breaking point in our life, it is the time that stress takes its toll on us. And when stress takes a toll on you, it wrecks your emotions. Physically, you become unbalanced. Whether you be in a relationship, whether you're in school, whatever you're occupying or what's occupying your time, you find yourself becoming unbalanced. Those are things that leads us to the thought pattern. We're at a breaking point. For example, if you're troubled sleeping at night, When you have been sleeping well, you're tossing and turning, you may be headed to a breaking point. But the Lord chose Jonah tonight for a reason, because Jonah had reached his breaking point. Jonah was emotional, wrecked. His physical action proved that he was out of balance. Because here's Jonah, a man of God, a preacher, chosen by God to deliver a message to Nineveh. Now, let's understand the city of Nineveh is full of idolatry, it was given over to a place called Nina, Nina was a goddess. So Nina was full of idolatry, idol worshippers. It was a great city and God says to Jonah, you go there. The wickedness of Nineveh has come before me. I want you to understand why Jonah is at his breaking point. Because Nineveh has no dealing with Israelites. Matter of fact, they could not stand one another. So God have chosen Jonah to go and preach to a city that cannot even stand him or his country. Jonah is not so much as afraid, but he's at a breaking point because he's saying, how dare you, God, send me to preach to people who can care less about you because they don't know you and they have no love for the Israelites. And you are saying, go preach to them? Jonah has become an emotional wreck. I'm quite sure he was twisting and turning before he decided to take him a trip. I'm quite sure he could not concentrate fully anymore because his mind was on God of saying, how dare you send me to this place, God? So Jonah decided he would do what most men would do, is do what they feel led to do outside of God. They're following their own intuition. They're believing that God is going to bow down to their choices. So Jonah rose up to run to Tosha from the presence of the Lord. I love this because many of us has come to a breaking point in our life. Should have run to God, many are running from God. Because God seemed like he's requiring too much. So where Jonah felt, asking too much, God. Now I would do anything else, God, but to send me To preach to Nineveh? I can't do it, God. Stressed down. He's at a breaking point. But it's going to drive him. Because anytime God has chosen you and we refuse to obey God, we'll quickly come to a breaking point in our life. Now, hold that thought because many who are not has been called or chosen to do certain things have already reached some breaking points in their lives. Some have reached breaking points when they said, hey, man, either this is going to make me or break me or it's going to kill me. Situations of life. It either become a do or die thing Sometimes we've even said you're either going to sink or swim. Put up a up. That means at a the breaking point. Now God have chosen the right preacher. He's frustrated because I cannot preach to people that don't love you, God. Matter of fact, they don't even know you. So I'm just introduced it to them. A God that have created the heavens, the earth, the stars. They don't know anything about you. I want you to feel Jonah's pressure. It's not that he don't love God. But the test is too great for him. So it drives him to his breaking point. Verse 4 said, the Lord set out a great window. There was a mighty tempest in the sea so that the ship was likely to be broken. Now, hear me, beloved, because any time we reach a breaking point, God is still in the midst of it, and he will send something to let you know that he's there. Then the sailors was afraid, and they cried every man to his god. They cast the wares overboard. They tried to lighten the load of the ship, but the heaviest load was Jonah. The Bible says, in the days of adversity, if we faint, our spirit is small. Every one of us will be tried and tested to come to a breaking point. You read through the Bible, every character, every patriarch was chosen by God, had to come to a breaking point in their life. Either they were going to survive the will of God, or they were going to succumb to their own lifestyle and walk away from God. Abraham, chosen at 75, The search for land. Seventy-five? Surely there had to be a breaking moment. Every prophet chosen by God had to get up and leave certain things. Came a time they had to reach a breaking point. Either they were going to continue on with God to seek and to follow after him they were going to let go of the plow and look back the world for which they came out of. And the sins that they were dealing with. Remember when God called Elisha? The prophet threw his coat on him. He said, What's that? You had to ask why I'm throwing my mantle on you. You're not the one. Quickly, Elisha got his mind together, slew his 12 yokes of oxen, burned his plow instruments. In other words, I can't go back. I'm at a breaking point. I have to follow God. And I believe that every child of God has a breaking point. When we come to that breaking point, we're either going to survive in walking with God or we're going to retrogress and go backwards on him. I had the privilege today of working in the backyard and talking to a guy next door. I led his uncle to the Lord. But he had all of the answers. You know, when you get the witness to some people, they have all the answers. But they're still not walking with God. They know the Bible well. But they're still not walking with God. Or they don't know God. They insinuate like they know him. But there will come a time that every child of God will come to a breaking point and God will meet you right there to catch you. We started talking, and I told him about some things that happened in my life, and he identified with that. But he said, I have prostate cancer. But for two days, and I listened to a sinner talk to God. For two days, I turned to God, my crackhead. And I said, God, if you're straight, and heal my body. I'll do whatever you ask me to do. He was at a breaking point. He said, I know I made you last in my life, God, but I need you right now. He had to go back and have an x-ray done. The doctors was dumbfounded because they could not find the cancer. You see, when we reach a breaking point, that's when we get busy with God. That's when our minds really go out to see God. That's when we really call on him sincerely. When we're about to lose our spouse, when we're about to lose a home, a car, a life, a job, we really get sincere with God. The sailors was at their breaking point. They've cast all the wares overboard. Still we cannot bring this ship under control. Can you imagine, beloved? You that are the sound of my voice. Could you be the one that could be causing all of the catastrophe in the world? Just one person? Jonah, that one person was causing chaos. All the other people. One person. The cast wares overboard. The heaviest one was in the bottom of the ship. But he's about to meet his breaking point. I love how God allow us to run. I love how God allow us not to seek him. I love how God allows you to do you. There is a breaking point for every child of God. Jonah is sleeping now. The men are disturbed. They're going to have no answers because we never had a storm like this one. The harder we roll, the worse it's getting. Finally, somebody said, there is a guy in the bottom of the belly of the ship. He's asleep. They have a conversation with Jonah. Jonah began to tell him, I'm a Hebrew. I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, which has made the sea in the dry land. You fear him, but you're running from him. Jonah have not reached a breaking point yet. Like many of us, life is happy-go-lucky. But there is a time that we'll all come to a breaking point. You'll have to surrender your whole heart to God. You'll have to remember that God is not going to be second. They discussed with Jonah the problem. Now, how can ungodly men cast lots and come up with an answer? God intervened. It wasn't because they were casting lots and got an answer from their gods, their idols. They got an answer from God because He was pointing His finger at Jonah. Jonah said, Listen, I I know it's rough on you, but the only way the storm is going to cease. You're going to have to cast me overboard. And they didn't want to do that. Because they didn't want innocent blood on their hand. Now how can ungodly men have such mercy? Jonah said, I'm telling you, brother, it's the only way you're going to come. you got to cast me overboard. It's a battle between me and God. It's a fight going on here. I know why the storm is on the water and the wind is blowing on the sea. I know why. It got nothing to do with y'all. This is between me and God. And I know he's talking through the wind. I know he's talking to me through the waves. And I'm going have to go meet him. Sooner or later, we got to come to a place to meet God. When he cast him overboard. The Lord's mercy. At the breaking point. Had already prepared a great fish. Lord I'm telling you tonight. That all of us will come to a breaking point. And when you do. There will be something prepared there to help you. To see God. Prepare the great fish for Jonah. Now, I want you to imagine in your spiritual mind how the waves are really rolling, The ship is rocking. Wind is blowing. And Jonah has been towed overboard. I love this about God. It's the do or die thing now. I remember when I was coming up and we played sports basketball or something, you hit the last point, you said, Is it good or die for you now, bro? You're either going to do it or you die. You ain't going to make it. Your opponent puts all their energy into it because they don't want to go down defeated. German is caught by a great fish. Somebody said God had already prepared a submarine before there was ever one. And he scooped up Jonah. Now Jonah's getting ready to hit his breaking point because out of the belly of hell shall he cry that God may hear his voice. The fish take him deeper and deeper or below the sea. Seaweeds and the bellows of the of the sea is there, and Jonah is conscious. But the water is filling up the fish's belly. Seaweeds wrapped around his neck. He's about to reach his breaking point. Water of compassion even to the soul now Jonah is about to drown in the fish belly. But he cried out, God, hear me. He's at his breaking point, beloved. He said, my soul fainted within me. But I remembered the Lord. And my prayers came in unto me. In other words, Jonah had stopped praying. But he didn't want to do what God said. You see, there come a time that all of us will get lax in prayer life, in worship, in Bible study. But God will bring us to a breaking point that we will remember how to call the Lord. We'll remember how to pray again. I'm talking to backsliders that may be listening to me. Oh, that come a breaking point. I'm talking to children of God that love God, but you still have a breaking point. That it will be such sincere cry, the prayer, prayer of to God, to love you know you in His presence. Zonia said, "I hear my prayer now, God. I remember, I remember how to pray to you. I remember how to call it on you. But I was sacrifice." Unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. And I'll pay that. I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. In other words, Jonah says, I'm at my breaking point. God, you got me right where you want me. Have you ever been there? Have you ever been in a place between the rock and the place? Can't go forward, can't go back. You're just stuck. God saying, I got you. At your breaking point. Now talk to me, God. saying. I want you to remember my goodness towards your lives. I want you to remember how I blessed you when you know you didn't deserve it. I want you to remember how I kept you alive when you know you should have been dead a long time ago. That's your breaking point. Famous coach named Lou Holtz said something one time. He said, (coughs) excuse me, it's not the load that breaks you down. It's the way you carry it. See, it's not the pressure that God puts on us. It's how we accept what God does. God is not in the destroying business. He's in the making business. He want to make us. You want to groom you to the righteousness of Christ. When you come to the breaking point of your life, remember how to become successful is right here. How do I deal with this that I'm facing? Excuse me. What must I do? At the moment of your breaking point, You're either going to accept the will of God or you're going to reject and deny what God has asked you to do. People who are successful in life all have breaking points. Some accept the challenge and became successful. Some made it to breaking points and couldn't handle it and turned out to be a flop. I've noticed in people's lives, some men have gone through divorces. Some become great after it. Some become alcoholics. Some lose jobs and fall in ruts. Live the life of a depressed person because they can't make the money they once made, and they just kind of give up on life. Then there's that other one that lost that job, but said, I'm not a loser, I'm a winner. It's a breaking point. And he starts his own business becomes successful. I've always heard people say, when you've been dealt lemons, just make lemonade. Don't just try to deal with the lemon on a sour turn. That's a breaking point. And all of us will come to that place in our life. The woman with the issue of blood came to her breaking point. I cannot do it any longer. (laughs) Excuse me. Twelve years suffering. Twelve years of hoping. She made up her mind that morning and said, either they're going to stone me or I will be healed today. I'm unclean. But I have to take the chance. I'm tired. I'm at my breaking point. All through the word of God, we find that the servants of the Lord had a breaking point. Elisha had it when Jezebel was chasing him. He ran. Ran. He just destroyed 850 prophets and quote. But she said the word. She said, I'm going to have your head. He ran. You're the man of God. What you running for? He had a breakdown. He had a breaking point. God waited. Until he got to his destiny and said, now let's eat some bread from heaven. You're going to fast your way right on back and deal with this foolishness. Every child of God will come to a breaking point. And when you reach your breaking point, just cry out to God like Jonah did. Let your voice be heard with a sincere cry. When you're at the breaking point, beloved, listen, you ain't got nothing else to lose, so you got to go for it. You're not going to be ashamed. You wouldn't care who around you. You're going to seek and cry out to God. Hey, listen, a breaking point can be a wonderful thing in our life because it brings us into the very presence of God. Let me give you a few steps to let you know you're at your breaking point. You have trouble sleeping, can't concentrate well anymore. You start juggling everything in your life, your responsibilities. you start worrying about everything. Someone is talking to you, you're listening but you're not, and you say, oh, what did you say? Say that again, I, I didn't hear you. They were talking to you but your mind was drifting. You know why? Because you're juggling responsibility. You're coming to your breaking point. The third step, you want to know is you're almost at your breaking point. You feel like you're living on the edge. It's always woe is me. Children need more attention. Mate needs more attention. You just, they're getting on your nerves. So you're feeling like, I can't do this, Lord. No, it's not that. You're headed to your breaking point. Here's the last one. You've been less socialized. Even though we're in quarantine, you don't call nobody. You ain't talking to nobody. You don't want to deal with nobody. You isolate yourself. You isolate from family. You isolate from friends, church members. You don't interact with anybody. You're overwhelmed even if you talk to somebody. You want them to hurry up and get off the phone. You're almost at your breaking point. That's why your spirit man in that condition. i going to pray for you. Because I believe that every child of God that's listening to Apostle has been at the breaking point. I'm glad. Like Jesus said about that, I'm glad for your sake he died. I'm glad you're at the breaking point. Because I know when you're there, you're going to cry out to God. It ain't nobody got to tell you go pray. Ain't nobody got to call you and say pray. This kind of breakup makes you cry out to God. When you come out your bedroom, off your knees and off your face, I promise you God gonna be with you. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I just thank you. Thank you for being a God that will take us and make us and lead us to our breaking points in life. Every servant, every servant of yours had a breaking point. But you did not leave them without your presence. Jeremiah cried, Lord, I can't do it. I, I, I can't do this. Lord, I'm like a child. Yeah, but I chose you. Moses, I'm inadequate, I can't talk, I I can't speak well. Lord, I know, I made the deaf, the dumb, and the blind. I know who you are. But if you trust me, I could use you for my glory. Bless these, people, God. Strengthen their hearts and their lives. When they pray to you tonight or today, Lord, hear their cry. We don't have seaweeds around our neck, but sometimes we feel like it. We're not in the belly of a fish, Lord, but sometimes we feel like it. The water is compassing our soul. We feel like it, God. So we cry out to thee, O Lord. Give ears to our cry. Be merciful to thy children, O God. Lodge in our territories and bless us, O Lord, indeed and use us for thy glory and for thy kingdom's sake. And all of the hearts of God's people shouted, amen and amen. Hey, if you're on the prayer line and you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, just simply ask Jesus to come into your heart and save you, forgive you for your sins, ask him to wash you in his blood. And beloved, he'll do that. You know, God is a God of much love, much mercy. Jonah found that out in that fourth chapter, verse 2. He said, listen, man, I already knew you was gracious, God. Yeah, But Jonah had a reformation in his preaching. He caused Nineveh to wake up to God that he, they had never heard of, and God forgave them. But 150 years later, God still destroyed Nineveh. 150 years later, after God had spared Nineveh, he destroyed it because Nineveh never, ever quit sinning. The iniquity got so great, 150 years later, God destroyed it. Hey, love, God love us. He's praying. He's using you. I'm praying that he use you greatly. I pray that he bless you. I pray that he speak to your heart. I pray that every child of God under my sound of my voice will get a revelation from God, a visitation from God that you will know that God loves you and he's dealing with you. Hey, I love you. This is your apostle. Hey, y'all, I'm out. Y'all pray for me. I'm praying for you. Hope to see y'all real soon. I'm praying Sunday we could have service in the parking lot. So let's pray that we have a beautiful day. But according to the weather forecast, they say rain, but I'll keep rebuking it. So far, so good. Hey, let's see what God says. Huh? I love you all. Pray for me. God bless you. I'm out.